This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey, movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your stop for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my regular dealer, Frank Reddy. That's me. How you doing, Frank? I'm feeling pretty good, Andrew. How about you? Is it all the, It's all those drugs you've been doing, right, at that party from this past weekend? That's exactly the kind of thing you should say over the internet. That's and a I, great I, idea. I filmed it, and it's going to become the sequel to Project X. Project Y. Project Y. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Starring Frank Reddy. This is going to be the most fun you can ever have without actually leaving a room. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, that, that, that scene when you're just sitting there typing on your computer. Oh, you mean the big action scene? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Trying to make deadline. Yeah. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat. A lot of people were. I've yeah. gotten great feedback. Yeah. You know, one guy actually passed out. <laughs> passed out, fell asleep. They weren't quite sure. <laughs> they, were, they were on the edge. All right. Well, this is episode number 17 of Cinema Fix. And uh, if you're new here, basically this is the show on Film Geek Radio devoted to discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. And how it works is that each episode is divided into two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is where we give just our overall general thoughts about whatever movie we're discussing that week. And the second part is when we really dive in deep, we talk spoilers, we really talk about what does and doesn't work about the film. So if you've seen the movie and you would appreciate a more in-depth analysis, listen to part two. Stop listening to this one. Go and check out part two. Frank, the movie we're talking about this week is, as we kind of hinted at, Project X. Yes. Yes, it is. Why don't you uh, tell our listeners what this movie is about? I think if you've seen the poster the trailer, or even a vague commercial, you know exactly what Project X is about. Well, imagine I haven't. I've right. been living under a rock for the past year or two. I okay. have no idea what this movie is. Okay. Okay, Andrew, let's say you took a typical high school party. Okay. Drinking, underage drinking, drug use, even SEX. Whoa. And you multiplied it by a thousand. Okay. That's pretty much Project X. It's another one of those found footage movies where we are basically taking a look as Thomas Cub celebrates his birthday. His friends decide to throw him a party, and they post a, an ad on Craigslist, and all these people show up, and the party very quickly rages out of control and basically incites a neighborhood riot. Who directed this film? Nima Norizida? Nor Nor. nor Norizade? I, I, I'm going to go with you on this one. Okay. No, no, no Rizada. We just butchered this poor director's Let's just call name. him Nima. N-I-M-A. Nima. Nima. Okay. It's getting a little familiar. A yeah. A little fast for me, but um, okay. I mean, I mean, it's his first feature film. Yeah. He's done some music videos and stuff before this. Who produced Project X, Frank? That would be Mr. Todd Phillips. Mr. Todd Phillips. And what is Todd Phillips known for, Frank? You're asking me a lot of questions to which you already know the answer today. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk about. You're Mr. full Phillips. of rhetorical questions tonight. I don't want to talk about Mr. Phillips if I can help it. So yeah, you're the one who brought him up. <laughs> okay. He's also famous for the Hangover franchise. Yes, he directed the Hangover, Due Date, Old, Old School. School. Uh, he produced Project X, and as you mentioned, it's just this is a movie about a big party. Big party. Here's a clip. 
quiet. Hello? Thomas. He's there. Yeah, hey. Yeah. Where have you been? We've been trying your cell phone all night. I thought we agreed. All my calls will be answered. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, we were uh, we were on the hot tub, so I didn't have it on me. Thomas, please. I don't want to find any wet towels when we get home. I want to come home to a clean house, okay? Yeah, of course. Definitely. Okay. And we were just calling on that. What was that? Thomas? Uh, nothing. That was uh, Costa. You're on speakerphone. Well, we just wanted to call one last time before going to bed. Make sure you're all set for the night. Yep, all good. Um, I'm actually about to uh, go to sleep right now. So Great. Well, we'll see you Sunday. Happy birthday, Thomas. Thanks, Dad. Good night. Good night. And we're back. <laughs> all right. That was a crazy clip. Whatever <laughs> it was. Well, I actually haven't picked out the clip for this episode yet. But whatever it is, I'm sure there was a lot of partying going on. There probably was. Yeah. Loud music, I imagine. Frank, this is part one of, of the episode. Let's take 10 minutes just to give our general thoughts on Project X. You what go did... first. Okay, you want me to go first? I do. Okay. Um, terrible movie. Hated it. I will admit I am somewhat biased because I tend not to like the films of Todd Phillips. Okay. I think the movies that he typically is involved in are at best mindless guilty pleasures and at worst terrible additions to humanity and the cultural landscape and i i i think you could say they're destroying america so, so you're only somewhat biased though <laughs> I'm only a, I'm somewhat, only somewhat biased, biased. I, I would put project x into the latter category right i would say that this is a movie made by man children about man children for man children kind of like the hangover films but even but but worse than the hangover films you know i will say this i think on a script level it's 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 fairly well written i would agree with that it goes through these different plot elements at a decent pace, you've got decent rising and falling action. Very cohesive. It's cohesive. It's coherent. You know, it's I, funny in some parts. Some parts were funny. Some parts were entertaining. But on the whole, I cannot support this movie at all because I think it glorifies anti-intellectualism. I think it glorifies uh, bad behavior. I think it basically is telling young people you can do whatever you want and get away with it. I think that this is a movie that the one percent, the uh, of of the population will love. I think if you are a fairly wealthy white male, you will really enjoy this film because it's about how essentially you can do whatever you want and get away with it. I think that last part may be stretching a little bit. If you guys are out there, you're getting the picture that Andrew was the kid in the college dorm room who would pound on the door and tell you to be quiet because he was trying to study. <laughs> no, no, no. I was not. I was never no, that kidding. bad. Okay. Kidding. Okay. I will admit I'm a bit of a geek. I'm so the founder I. of Film Geek Radio. So am I. After all. But, you know, I, I, I've been to parties. I enjoy party, partying. You know, I can drink. I can get down with the ladies. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I can appreciate a good party, but I... Maybe it's maybe it's an age thing. Maybe I've just reached a point in my life where I'm just kind of like, okay, guys, you want to party? Fine. But there's a limit. Well, no, I okay? was saying the same thing. I was saying the same thing. I was like, maybe I'm just too old to really appreciate that. Pretty much everybody else in the theater was 
college age or at least younger high high school age. Could be high school. We were probably the oldest guys in the audience, at least from where I was sitting. Right. And everyone in the the crowd seemed to be enjoying it. Really into it, yeah. Which kind of made me scared because I kind of felt like, oh, no, how many of these people are going to go out and destroy a neighborhood? Yeah, exactly. You know, how many of these people are going to go out and drink and mix it with illegal drugs and possibly die? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think this movie, this is a movie that's basically saying do whatever you want. There will be no consequences. You will be fine. And that is what I really can't get behind. I can I can agree with you on, on some of that. Um, you know, I think it's hard because you want to divorce yourself. You're trying to reconcile the fact that, you know, it's a comedy. So there are going to be extreme situations. And, you know, essentially the recipe for a comedy is that there's a happy ending. Right. And but at the same time, you know, you look at something like this where it just gets so out of control and it's just such a high level of responsibility where almost to see them rewarded in any way or see them emerge unscathed is tough to swallow because you feel like there almost needs to be like as far-fetched as it is you do almost feel like there needs to be like a slap on the wrist like like this is not how it works in the real world well well, here's the thing you know i I was thinking about it and i realized you know what there's a lot of movies out there about high school and college life and how great it is to party. Yeah. I mean, if you're thinking about Animal House or even old school to a certain extent, those are movies about how, yay, we're in college, let's have fun, let's party, let's misbehave. And I think the difference is with those movies, in many ways the characters are very over the top, very much caricatures to a certain extent. And I feel like there was this distinct impression you got that this is in no way real life right animal house no that doesn't exist old school there's not a guy named old blue who's going to mud wrestle with naked ladies and then die you know that's not gonna (laughs) and then someone's gonna sing dust in the wind at his funeral you know that's that's not gonna happen shattering all my illusions tonight (laughs) (laughs) you know but the thing is, is that project x because it's this handheld documentary style film and it's meant to made it's it's meant to look like this is real life these could be real kids i mean i they hired unknown actors they hired a bunch of extras probably real high school and college students for some of these party scenes and it's trying to give you the impression that this could happen in real life these are real people and i think that is the issue you know it's one thing to celebrate this sort of behavior if it's if if it's completely divorced from reality, it's another thing to make it seem like this is reality and this is a good thing. So you don't feel like people in the audience can tell the difference. Um, it's not that it, I don't think they can tell the difference. I mean, I I just think that there is a a degree of ethical responsibility that the filmmakers need to need to own, and I think by having by promoting this aspect of realism, I feel like that's a bit unethical by glorifying this in a supposedly quote unquote real world. And I, you know, people can write in and say, Oh, it's just a movie. Turn your brain off. Why do you got to overanalyze things? But, you know, I do think it is important. It is important to, you know, as critics, not to leave our ideals and our ethics at the movie theater door when we walk in. I mean, I think, I think that's an important aspect of criticism. 
So I don't feel bad in saying, yeah, one of the main reasons I didn't like this film is because I just think it's irresponsible and un- promoting unethical behavior. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I mean, I, I think it's it's a lot to swallow towards the end. And we can talk about this more in the spoiler section, but it, it's it almost is extremely unrealistic in the way that it ends. Right. Because it's it they kind of build up this thing where they're trying to make it feel, you know like you said feel very realistic with the the docu style filming and you know he he just he gets off way too easy you almost feel like there's no way like they purposely don't show you they they selectively show you events so they don't show you probably the worst of the repercussions right. that were to happen but then again i mean this is coming from a guy who we're recording this on Friday night after this. I'm going to Wegmans. That's my Friday night to go grocery <laughs> shopping. So I, you know, I, I was probably never the type of person this would appeal to on any level. I was always the guy who was like, you know, I'm going to stay in and watch a movie tonight. So I guess I, I just feel like Project X comes at a time when culturally there are these strands of anti-intellectualism running rampant through the country. And I mean – when we when you have a major presidential candidate Rick Santorum going on the news and saying oh obama wants us all to go to college he's such a snob when you have you know that going on in the culture i feel like this is just adding fuel to the fire and i just don't feel like that's something this idea of party all the time and do whatever you want and stick it to the man be irresponsible behave badly it's a good act of rebellion. I don't think that's something that we need to be promoting. You know? No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And like I said, it's 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 really hard for me to find out, figure out where the place is to draw that line in between this is a comedy right. and it's going to be funny. I, I think especially when you consider the fact that, you know, it's being produced by Todd Phillips, who's a fairly well-known uh, director. I mean, it's got a, a, a studio behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, they're they're basically doing it because they know – a bunch of high school and college age uh, kids are going to run to see it and it's going to make lots of money. So I kind of feel like this is a situation in which, you know, it, it's it's a product put out there because it's going to bring in money. It doesn't necessarily matter what messages it's, to, you know, giving people. No. And so, I, yeah, I just I just don't like it. I can't get behind no, it. I agree Frank. with you. It's a bad message. It, it, it does glorify a certain amount of – it glorifies irresponsibility. It glorifies – this let's party all the time mentality. Right. I, I mean, we, we need to wrap up and move on to part two, but I will say this. I I think the handheld footage aspect, while it was implemented decently, one of the fundamental rules of handheld, the, the these handicam footage, found footage films, is that there needs to be a reason for people to keep filming, and there needs to be a reason for it to eventually, the footage to eventually be found. Found edited, yeah. <laughs> no less, and so that didn't that doesn't really add up with this. Well, they kind of the idea was that he was trying to make, they were trying to make a movie so that they could remember his birthday celebration forever, right? And then they did that little tagline at the beginning where basically this party's become like legendary, and the news is showing the footage to cover the event, right? And, it, and I guess and it says it opens up with like Warner Brothers would like to yeah. apologize to the residents of Pasadena or whatever. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so if if you're presenting this as reality, what they sold the film, their handicam film to Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers just found the footage? What how did this work? You know, and I just didn't think that it the 
that through line, that idea of, oh, this is a found footage movie. I don't think that was coherently presented. It was decently shot. Yeah. Um, and I will say I'm kind of interested to see what this Nima guy, I'm not going to try to say his last name. I kind of am curious to see what he does next because I thought he there, there were some interesting aspects about its construction. It's just a shame his talents were used on a film this uh morally bankrupt. Morally bankrupt, sure. Let's let's go with that. Big phrase. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say before we move on to part two? Don't judge us by this conversation. We're much cooler than we appear here. <laughs> we're not stodgy old men. No. I sort of am. Andrew's a young, vibrant man in his prime. All right. Well that will wrap it up for part one of our discussion on Project X. Don't forget to tune into part two for a much more in-depth look at the film. And don't forget to tune in next week when we will be covering South by Southwest. I won't sing that. No. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be doing that. That's right. Film Geek Radio is going to Austin, Texas to cover the South by Southwest uh, Music Interactive and Film Festival. We'll, of course, be focusing on film. We're going to be bringing you a lot of really cool coverage, both uh, on the show's um, the, the audio shows on Film Geek Radio and also on the blog at www.filmgeekradio.com. So we, we're going to have a ton of stuff coming out. So be sure to keep uh, checking iTunes and keep checking the website for updates beginning Friday, March 9th, when things kick off. Uh, we will also be putting up a few uh, interviews and reviews in advance. So be on the lookout for those. I am super excited. Frank... I know even though you're, you unfortunately aren't uh, going to be able to attend, you will be getting looking at some screeners and stuff while you're here, and you've got some cool interviews uh, lined up, so I'm excited to see how those go. So am I. So am I. We would love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at www.filmgeekradio.com. We would really love your feedback, honestly. We've got uh, some listener surveys up on the site. It takes about 15 minutes to fill out. Um, we would really appreciate it if you fill out one of those surveys. Just let us know a little bit about who you are and uh, what you like and dislike about the show. Um, that would really uh, help us out. And it's completely anonymous, so you don't have to worry about us stealing your private information or anything like that. Um, uh, you can also subscribe to the show through iTunes. So if you liked this episode, please do that and write us a review. We would really appreciate some, uh, some iTunes reviews. That would really help get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. Uh, that would help us cover some of our hosting costs. And uh, basically, you're, we rely on your donations to, to keep the show running. And we really appreciate your help. Where can people find you online, Frank? Make a donation and I'll tell them. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, FJ Ready at Twitter. Um, and I have a blog, um, quite frankly, television.wordpress.com. That's right. So if you want to hear all about Frank's trip to Wegmans, <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you hear all about my trip to Wegmans, did I go with chocolate chip cookie dough or chocolate marshmallow ice cream? <laughs> you can follow visit him. the blog. <laughs> follow him on Twitter or visit his blog. I'm Andrew Johnson. You can find some of my writing at www.thecoolishopeffect.com and on the Film Geek Radio blog, uh, blog extension at www.filmgeekradio.com. For more on Andrew and his quest to stamp out partying, <laughs> visit his blog. Get, get off my lawn. <laughs> you can also follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash writerandrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener, and I will follow you back. All right. I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Frank Reddy. Have fun this week getting high on cinema. 
This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!